Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Top Sports Headquarters Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Luke Lawrence. And today, we're going to be talking about the NBA bubble again. But today, the other side of it. Like players leaving their families to go to the bubble. Players opting out. How it's set up and what the players are doing and more. So, let's get started. So, it really is a big deal for all NBA and basketball fans that the NBA is coming back to finish the regular season and play the playoffs. Yeah, it really is because the sports world has really missed sports and and basketball too. I think NBA basketball is so important to the sports world and I think we may still be quarantined, but at least we got NBA basketball to watch. Yeah. And so now we're going to say a little bit about what was going on inside the bubble and what is going on inside the bubble. So, inside early July, the teams that were invited to Orlando went there, but once they got there, they would have to have a two-day quarantine and test negative for COVID-19 twice. Yeah, but by mid-August, scrimmage games and regular season games will then begin to wrap up, and the playoffs will begin. Now, speaking of scrimmage games, we we had our first two days of scrimmage games, and they were amazing. We had some great performances, and we know these teams – are going out for a championship. Yeah. And before any of the games begin, the play the players have to hang out with the players on their team and their coaches. But once scrimmage games, regular season games, and NBA playoffs begin, they will be able to hang out with other teams, other players, and other coaches. Luke. Yes. Do you think this should be a rule? Well, as long as they know that everyone's healthy and safe and following the rules, then, yeah, it's fine. I agree. If we can just keep the rules and have them hang out with other teams, players, and coaches, I think we can keep them safe and healthy and keep this NBA bubble restart going. That would be good. Yeah. And... One thing that has made some players opt out and some players not like the NBA bubble is the NBA players leaving their families. They could be leaving their families for up to three months for going to the bubble and at minimum 40 days. And And that can be hard for NBA players to leave their families for that long. It can be hard for them and it can be hard for their families. Yeah, it really can, and I think that's the hardest hardest decision they have to make. Are you going to stay with your family or are you going to go play basketball? Because you you could possibly be in the bubble bubble for up to three months, and I'm pretty sure your family can't be there for the first two months, and I think that would be really hard to not be there with your family. And that might even affect some of the players, and I just think it would be the hardest, hardest decision to make. Yeah, and some players, like... Zion Williamson and Patrick Beverly have left the bubble to go to their families, and but they do come on. They, they do plan on coming back, but the rules on that are: if you go out of the bubble, if you go out of the borders of the bubble, and then plan on coming back, then once you get back, you have to have up to a two-week quarantine. Yeah, 
And I do agree with that rule. Now, if you step over the line just to get, like, a food or get a package delivery, then I think they should lower it down to, like, six or five days of quarantine. But they should keep the rule on 10 to 14 if you're out for days, weeks, or months. If you're out for days, weeks, or months, then it should be when you come back, 10 to 14 days of quarantine. Now, if it's smaller, I think it should be only six to five days of quarantine. Do you think they should lower it down? I think that maybe a little bit. I think that the NBA does what they have to do to try to keep everyone safe so that all this can work out. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's a huge part. Because since they're like outside of the bubble, they don't want anything coming back in to the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some players are liking this bubble and others not so much. Some reasons are for, some reasons for that are that like like how I said, the the players are missing their families inside the bubble because they're there for, for that long. And yeah, that can be hard on them. Also, inside the inside the first um two days of quarantine, they would they had their food delivered to them from outside their um hotel room door. And some players like that food and others not so much. Mixed feelings on that. And then also players players feeling isolated inside that bubble. They're not used to being inside a bubble like that during the playoffs. It's it's gonna be different for them and they're, yeah, they're just not used to it. Yeah, and I think that'd be hard to be isolated and have to take all those and have to do all the tests and just be isolated. I think that'd be really hard. I think I think it'd be not that fun. Like I think like if you're isolated and like that is not that's probably not the fun part of it. But they have to do it to stay safe and healthy. Mm-hmm. Now, I would have probably have a different answer if I was there for two weeks. And if I was there for two weeks and I actually experienced it, maybe it ha- I would have a different answer. But what I've heard is they're trying to keep them safe, and there's a lot of rules. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's really, um, it's really hard to like know what it's like unless you're there for like two or three weeks to so that you actually know what it's like. Yeah, but they're just trying to keep them safe and healthy so that they can play basketball. Yep, and. All the players are trying to make the best out of their Disney bubble uh, with different activities. Like, lots of players have gone fishing and have gone swimming inside the pool and have gone golfing. And there's lots of different activities for them to do there. And I'm pretty sure that there's a barber there now, too. Yeah, and that, obviously, basketball's the fun, fun part. But this is the fun, free time part. It's it would be i think it'd be really fun to do this stuff but like i said last time that if i was there for 2 weeks i'd probably have a different answer but what i've heard it's those that part is very fun i think if they can just get away and they can just hang out with their teammates and just that chemistry just bonds together since they have been away for i think like 3 months i think it will really help them and i think it's some good time for them just to have some free fun time. Swim, fish, or golf, or do any other activity. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So, if you had... So, you told me these three activities. Or you said these three activities. Yeah. There's obviously a lot more activities they can do. But, 
would you choose to do swimming, golfing, or fishing? Um, I would probably choose um, swimming inside the pool. How about you? Yeah, I agree. That would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these playoffs are going to be different this year for lots of different reasons. One of them is um, missing players. Lots of players have opted out of the NBA restart, and teams are going to be missing players. And that's going to make uh, an effect on on the the games. So, yeah, that's, a, that's one part. And then another part is that their, their schedule. I mean, they're mixing in practices with, like, activities and everything else that they have to do. And, and also, no fans. There's not going to be any fans inside the NBA playoffs this year. And, you know, fans inside the NBA playoffs are really hype. And oh, yeah. there's just not going to be that. There's just not going to be that this year. And, yeah. And you get at that point of the fans. I think that without fans, it's going to be really different for the NBA players. If you look at it, let's say, in this case, the Toronto Raptors are at home. And they're on a run against the Milwaukee Bucks. The fans would get them all riled up. Toronto all riled up. And it could throw the Bucks off of their game. And I think that's what the fans are really they the players know the fans have their backs. And I think that's really, really huge. But now since there's no fans, I really don't there's not really an advantage. I think it's just who's gonna win the game. I think it's gonna be really different and the players are gonna have to change to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, there's really not gonna be a home court advantage this year. It's just it's just gonna be them playing. It'll be different for them, for sure. Yeah. Now, what do you think about there being no fans? What do you think about that? Do you think, like, it's not really going to bother them, or it possibly could bother them, or it's really going to bother them? Well, I think I think it's just going to be different for them. I can't really tell if it's going to be, like, if it's going to, like, bother them. I think it's it's going to be it's just going to be different for them cuz cuz it's going to be different for people watching TV too like whenever a team goes on a streak then the fans are usually going crazy but it's not going to be like that this year it's just going to be mostly quiet yeah i i agree with that i totally agree with that because i think it's going to it's going to i don't think it's going to throw the players off their game it's just going to be different like you said it's they're kind of have to adapt to the change Mm-hmm. Also, another thing to talk about real quickly is after after their two-week quarantine, no, two-day quarantine of getting their food delivered to them, they would not have to get their food delivered to them anymore. They would just, they could eat wherever they wanted on campus and, yeah, get, uh, like, a chef or somebody. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's good for them just to be, just to be out and hanging out with other players. Mm-hmm. But I still think there should be rules to keep them safe and healthy and mm-hmm. keep this restart up. Like I said earlier, I think it's good for them to be out and hanging out with other teams, players, and coaches, but there sh- should still be rules. Yeah. 
we are going to be talking about the players that opted out. We are going to be telling you some players, most of the players that opted out of the NBA bubble restart. Luke, take it away with the Western Conference. Yep. So of the Portland Trailblazers, we have Trevor Ariza. And then of the Los Angeles Lakers, we have Avery Bradley, Willie Cauley-Stein from the Dallas Mavericks, Thabo Cephalosha from the Houston Rockets, Boyan Bogdanovich from the Utah Jazz, and then another Jazz player, Mike Conley. He is entering the bubble to start, but then he is going to be leaving later for family reasons. Now, before I get to the Eastern Conference, two Utah players being out. Those are two main players on their team Mm -hmm. that really helped the Utah Jazz. And it could be an issue for the Utah Jazz. Can they play without Bogdanovich? Can they play without Mike Conley? And that's really going to be huge. Mm -hmm. Now, as we head on to the Eastern Conference. Now, there's a lot of players in the Eastern Conference. We got... Davis Bertans of the Washington Wizards, Wilson Chandler of the Brooklyn Nets, Spencer Deadwitty of the Brooklyn Nets, DeAndre Jordan of the Brooklyn Nets. Now, there's a lot of Brooklyn players. Like last episode, we talked about Brooklyn having a lot of players out, and that's a huge part. And Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards, Torian Prince of the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets, some Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, big parts of the Brooklyn Nets. Gordon Hayward, like Mike Conley, of Gordon Hayward of the Boston Celtics. He will be going to the bubble restart, but then he will be leaving in the middle of the restart for family purposes. And John Wall of the Washington Wizards. Now, you can't forget about the free agent, DeMarcus Cousins. Now, DeMarcus Cousins is a free agent, but he will not be going to the NBA bubble. Yep. And now we have a little bit of breaking news off this episode. So, Victor Oladipo has decided that he is going to play inside the bubble, the NBA restart. Do you think that 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 him coming back will make a change to any of your predictions from last episode? No. Like we were talking about, them playing against Miami Heat. If they run into the Miami Heat in the playoffs, I still think Jimmy Butler can lead the Miami Heat, and I think the Miami Heat have more have more firepower. But, I mean, Indian Pacers with Victor Oladipo are now better. They have Sabonis, Oladipo, and Turner, their big three. Even Brogdon, too. I think it won't be enough if they run into the Miami Heat again. But I think they'll put up a fight. How about you? Um, you know, him coming back, that's, that's pretty big for the Pacers. And I think that he's going to, he's going to make uh, an impact on their team. And he's going to, and I think that they're going to play the Heat. And he's going, to, and he's going to, he's going to help them win a couple games against the Heat. But the Heat, are going to win this one, I think, because no. the Heat, because the Heat have still have lots of threats. You know, the Pacers will put up a good fight, but it won't be enough. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. 
who would you rather, if you had to take Victor Oladipo or Jimmy Butler to be the star of your squad, who would it be? Well, I like Victor Oladipo better, but Jimmy Butler is probably the best player on the Heat right now. But it, that's really close. That's a really close one. It's really hard for me to decide, but I think I just I just like Victor Oladipo, and I think I'll pick him. How about you? I gotta go with Jimmy Butler only because he. I just I, Victor Oladipo is a really good basketball player, and it's a very close. But I do think Jimmy Butler is better in the clutch than Victor Oladipo, and I think that's why I would choose him. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you think will lead their team farther? Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat with the Miami Heat, or do you think Victor Oladipo with the Indiana Pacers? This one, it's going to be Jimmy Butler. He 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 has so many other people to work with. Yeah. Yeah, and I totally I agree. I I think that it's going to be close, but I think Jimmy Butler will lead his team farther than Indi- than the Indiana Pacers and Victor Oladipo. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Top Sports Headquarters podcast. If you would like us to talk about any more topics, say so in the comments. Tune in next time and enjoy your day.